Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Louis Adamas leads off for the Rays here in the bottom of the fourth inning. But Adamas sets this one to deep left center. Four nothing, Tampa Bay. Yeah, it didn't get uh, didn't get any better uh, for the uh, for the Houston Astros in that game as they end up. Falling to the Tampa Bay Rays as Yankee fans rejoiced, as the Yankees rejoiced, knowing that instead of the Houston Astros uh, prepping and getting ready to send out Garrett Cole against the Yankees in game one of the uh, championship series. No, 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 no. Garrett Cole would be heading to Minute Maid Park in order to take on who? Yeah, this scrappy ass Tampa Bay Rays team that will not, I repeat, not go away, giving this Astros team all sorts of fits. They did again last night. And the things that we were concerned with, with Justin Verlander, certainly came to fruition when you guys take a look at uh, three days rest, something he has never done before. Uh, And when he did do it last time, it wasn't exactly his usual dominating self at 36 years old. You know, time is uh, time is your uh, is your friend when you have extra times to heal. And it wasn't that he lost velocity last night, guys. He was, you know, 95 to 97. The problem with a guy like Verlander going up against a team like the Tampa Bay Rays is that he missed everything out over the plate. And when you don't have that slider at 83 miles an hour to work with that 95 mile an hour cutter, yeah, when you start leaving things over to play to a contact hitting team, no less. You know, if this wasn't the Twins, the Twins would have swung and missed regardless. Yeah, no, the Rays don't. The Rays were prepared to swing and make him work, and that's exactly what they did. We got ourselves another Game 5. That is now three Game 5s, guys. Two today, one more tomorrow. The Yankees are just sitting back going, whenever you guys are ready here, but... Can I say definitively that the Rays are going to win or the Dodgers are win or no, this is what it's so unique, Dane, from the standpoint of very few chances and opportunities. And, and it hasn't happened a lot since 2005, but we've got really, dare I say, coin flip situations here in all three games where I don't know. I know who should. I know who the better team is, but the better team doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win in game fives. This is going to be an awful lot of fun over the next 48 hours to see how it unfolds. Yeah, it absolutely will. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, degenerates. Let's cock-a-doodle do it here on Make It Rain. You're absolutely right, Joe. You know, there's an old saying that the best two words in sports are game seven Well, you're going to have to change that to game five because that's what we are going to see over the course of the next couple of days. I think you're absolutely right, Joe. I mean, the idea, they said it, Verlander just didn't have it, and it was his breaking stuff. The slider didn't have bite, and that's where you hear the term cement mixer because it's spinning, but it ain't moving. And the other part about this, honestly, is 
those fans were hyped, okay? Waving the yellow towels. And the fact that Tommy Pham hits the home run as the second batter of the game really allows that fan base to, you know, kind of go off and have the entire game be a, a coronation of sorts. I'll got to tell you this, though. I want to find a prop bet for game five of, like, how many Tampa Bay Rays will be on the mound. Joe, I think it may be like seven or eight on uh, on Thursday for the Rays, and I think that's going to be very interesting. But before we even get to that, we've got two today. And, Joe, you say it's a coin flip. I agree with you. And so if that's the case, I'm staring at the Nationals plus 145 and the Dodgers minus 165. Now, you know that I love Walker Bueller as much as the next man. But uh, Strasburg at plus 145? Huh. Sure. He's, uh, it's interesting looking at the numbers in his career. He, uh, in this spot here, the uh, the Strasburg in postseason play has been, yeah, he's been pretty damn dominant here, yeah. guys, in postseason play. He's been a tough dude. In fact, uh, it's it's kind of crazy when you look at it. He's He doesn't have a one ERA. I mean, he has been pretty much unhittable in the playoffs in his career, but yet he hasn't done all that well in Dodger Stadium, and that's been the biggest problem this year. In fact, Washington is just one in four in Strasburg's last five starts in L.A., which, again, it's great playoff baseball record, but when you look at this for some reason, this park, has not been great to Strasburg, but none of that. And again, that's the beauty of this. It is a game five, the best team, crumple it up, throw it out. It doesn't matter who the best team on paper is. Doesn't matter what the stats is. The only thing that matters tonight and tomorrow night is who is the best team in nine innings right today, beginning at five o'clock and beginning at eight o'clock. That's all that matters because there might be some people holding on to some future tickets here that thought, I don't know, Mattress Mac uh, in Houston. I thought for sure the Astros would be on their oh, way yeah, to the World Series with his $3 million bets there to win the World Series. Yeah, you got to hope you can get past the Tampa Bay Rays who have absolutely no fear and yet they have nothing to lose. And maybe that's the biggest problem with the and maybe that's where most of all between all of these game fives. Listen, Atlanta, you're home. It's great. But who had Atlanta ever all year long? Nobody ever talked about Atlanta, much less winning a World Series. Yeah. The Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, it kind of it gave you the point. But all year long, we've been talking the one team that can give the Dodgers the run is exactly the team that's taking them to a game five. The Astros, yeah, no, you were supposed to battle the Yankees. You were supposed to win the American League. Now all of that is on your shoulders, and we talked about it, Dane. Sphincters get a little tighter this time of year. We don't have 18 to 5 games, do we? Yeah, no, and which is also why, keep looking at them unders, guys. They're not going to increase. They are not going to all of a sudden flip a switch and score 14 runs in a game. Unders been really profitable thus far and something tells me they're going to be really profitable moving forward for the rest of the month yeah we definitely talked about this how playoff baseball will be different than the regular season the three-run homer ain't gonna work look the minnesota twins are home already right there's been four yeah. series yeah. three of them are going to game five one was a sweep and it was yeah. that home run hitting team that 
you know, use that and nothing else. Joe, the other thing we said, we said in the National League that all three of these teams were live to beat the Dodgers. I remember one segment we even talked about just bets, bet all three of these teams to try to cover them. And if you did that, you could be sitting pretty starting tonight. Dodgers, Dodgers could be done here tonight, guys. Well, they got to play the games. We'll break them down next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. It is Wednesday, guys, October the 9th, 2019. It is a day in which we have do or die baseball. October baseball game fives, exactly what you could hope for. I know certainly what Rob Manfred and company hoped for here to be able to have a couple, not one, not two, but three game fives coming up over the next 48 hours to decide who advances for the opportunity to play for a world championship. and. All, when I tell you big names in Major League Baseball, you're talking doesn't not get any more blue blood than the Yankees and the Dodgers. But the Cardinals, yeah, they're a pretty good baseball town, too. They're also a yeah. pretty good historic baseball team. The Braves, yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've been around for a little while as well. The Astros, the most one of the most dominant teams here, of course, in baseball over the last five years. They came from the ashes of of. 30 wins, 30, 40 wins a year to putting together a contender. And then, of course, you got the the Rays, the little engine that could, always has, always seems to have been there, but could never get past the Yankees or the Red Sox. And yet here they find themselves once again with an opportunity to advance and try to get to uh, to yet a, uh, a World Series. So it, it's working out for baseball, and it's working out for baseball fans. And as far as rotations go, it's going to be very interesting. I, I love the fact that Walker Bueller and Strasburg got the call. I love that Flaherty and Fultonevich, they'll be going tonight. Uh, now, as far as Flaherty, he's without a doubt the stud for the St. Louis Cardinals. We know that he's the ace. Fultonevich, certainly, I mean, what can you say about this guy? He, Guys, to start the year, people were laughing at him. He was sent down. He was hurt. He came back in, The guy, you know, he was getting lit up. And all of a sudden, he started to get a little more stretched out as the year went on. And towards the end of the year, guys, he has been, listen, he beat this team 3-0 in game two. And he outdueled Flaherty in that one there. He was absolutely unhittable. But understand, he's been unhittable now for the last month and a half. I mean, he has been, he has been crazy. Now, he only went out. In the season, Dan, he was eight and six. He had a 4.54 ERA, but man, what he did here throughout the end of the month was just crazy. In fact, he's his last six starts, five and one, 1.22 ERA, 0.65 whip. Dude, he has been 
in many aspects, their ace here over the last month. Give it to the hot hand, and I don't know that there's been anybody hotter than uh, than good old Faulty here for the Braves. I think they have the guy they want on the mound here. Go with the hot hand, so to speak. Yeah, right. he's got it, man, and it could uh, it could very well be exactly what the Braves need to be able to advance to take on whoever wins the Dodgers and Nationals game. Yeah, I'm excited for this pitching matchup. It is a repeat of Game 2. We've outlined it before. Flaherty was probably the best pitcher in all of Major League Baseball in the second half of the season, but he did not get the win in Game 2. To your point, Joe, Fultonevich, I believe since he's been called back up from his stint in the minors, and, you know, whatever they worked on down there, whether it was an extra pitch or something mechanical or whatever it was, it worked because he has been lights out since then. Joe, you know, we talk about the idea that playoff baseball is different. Game five, you know, how sphincters are going to get tighter. I know what we've also done is try to take the bullpen out of it. So mm. talk to me, Joe, but I'm comfortable right now. First five in this St. Louis Atlanta game. I see the first five total at four on the nose. I think I'm comfortable with an under in this one because I like I also saw in game two in a playoff context, you know, Flaherty and Fulte brought it in game two. So tell me why I should not bet the first five under today in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. I can't tell you that it's not a good bet because the truth is between these two teams, the biggest issues with them, they they struggle at the plate. And as good as Flaherty was, right, in that second half, his last 16 starts, Dane, his last 16 starts, he has been absolutely, I mean, has there been anybody better? But yeah, the guy's ridiculous what he's done. But the problem is... I'm sorry, his last 17 starts, he's only 10 and 7. And he's got a 1.11 ERA. He's got a 0.73 whip, but yet he's lost seven games. Why is that? Because the Cardinals don't give him any run support. And nothing has changed here in game one. They don't give him any run support. And it's not like Atlanta, guys, is crushing the ball. The Cardinals right now, over the last four weeks, are hitting 237 as a team. The Braves? are hitting 238. So for all of the talk of these guys and these big bats, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Freeman has been nowhere to be found in this uh, right. series over here. Outside of Acuna with a couple of hits here or there, they are struggling to put runs on the board. And yeah, when you get two pitchers that can put the ball where they want, yeah, these two these two teams hitting 230, Dane. Where are the runs going to come? I, I'm with you, man. Where I don't see the runs coming. I see manufactured runs. Sure. But are we are we, are we looking but at what? A double five digit is here? a lot different than what I you don't need see to double digits. One. I don't. I, hear I you. don't. Nope. And don't Joe, here's it. the thing. We talk another thing. You know, we need to do a gambling you about shopping around. I just told you four, right? Our right. partners over at FanDuel. First five total, Joe, is four and a half. There you so go. That's a big difference. If I can, yep. you know. The diff- if, if it's 2-2 after 5, the difference of winning that bet and pushing that bet feels a lot better to me. So shop around. Uh, uh, over at FanDuel, the first 5 under for Flaherty and Fulte is at 4.5. I will note, though, the underside, Joe, is at minus 128. So the juice is there. But if you win the bet, it don't matter what the juice yeah. is. And we think this is a pretty safe one. Yeah, and the Cardinals, too, uh, keep this in mind here, guys. The Cards 
not great on the road. Uh, one in seven in their last road playoff appearances. But St. Louis is seven and three prior to that, and they're ten and four in Atlanta. Their last fourteen games in Atlanta. St. Louis is 10 and four. So why not great in the playoff atmosphere over the last couple of years on the road? Yeah. In Atlanta this year, 10 and four, man, they have been able to dominate there. So this is all of this. When you add it all up, Atlanta, St. Louis could very, very well be another one of these two, one, three, one kind of situations. I doubt very much that the bullpens at this point, because if you're Atlanta, you're going to go Fulton average. I got to believe if if it's a if push comes to shirt, they're going to bring in Soroka. They're not going Max Fried here. They're right. not, they're going to bring in it's it's going to be starters and I think the same thing for St. Louis. Like they're going to unload starters I think before we see damn Carlos Martinez again. Like right. I, I don't know how many more times. You know, I give him credit for staying with him after he lost the first two ones, blew the leads there was in those games, but they brought him back again. He was able to get the door closed, but I worry about both of these bullpens late in the games, but I don't know how much of it we're going to see, Dane. I really don't. It might be starter, starter. I mean, Wainwright could very well be in this game in the eighth inning. Yeah, and let's not forget, Wainwright has closer experience, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Wainwright was a closer for like five years towards the start of his career, if we remember that. Okay, yep. so that will not be and, – and this is the thing. It's game five, all right? It's yep. everyone is available. You know, yep. and, and, uh, the only player that's probably not available is the game four starter, really. Mm-hmm. That's the only player that's probably not available because they went, you know, 70, 80 pitches, whatever it was, only a couple of days ago. But, yeah, we're going to see Keuchel. We're going to see Wainwright. We're going to see all these guys, and that's the way it's got to be. And and the thing is, my question, Joe <sighs> – is how quick will the hook be? You know, because on some level, like, I'd rather have Flaherty even in a jam mm-hmm. than who I might have to go to. But the way baseball is managed these days, you know, mm-hmm. is you don't let pitchers work out of trouble. And sometimes it worked. I mean, Kevin Cash went to, like, eight pitchers yesterday. There was a guy who reached first base. He was gone. You yep. know, but I that's the thing I'm going to be interested to see. Will either of these managers overmanage the bullpen and go too much matchups instead of, let's not forget these stud pitchers that are on the slab. 117 uh, pitches, Flaherty, in uh, in that game there. How long will they allow him to go is a good question, but we'll dive into some of the Strasburg-Bueller numbers, too. Getting ready for Game 5, Dodgers, Nats, next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.
right, so it might be time for you to get in the game with a DraftKings Sportsbook account because listeners of this very show, you guys can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks right now. Here's how it works. Just create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You make a deposit, and then you place your first bet. DraftKings, they'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, this offer... It's eligible to all users plus new users. You'll get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks if you head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And welcome in here to... I can't believe it. Wednesday, October the 9th, plenty on tap here today, including a very rare Wednesday night college football clash between two teams that might score 100 points here. This could be one of the most entertaining football games you guys see all year long, and it's happening on a Wednesday night between two Sunbelt monsters, uh, that being App State taking on uh, Louisiana Lafayette, two teams that are offensive juggernauts, guys. This is going to be some fun football tonight. They might have already half. scored in a game hasn't even his game hasn't even started, and they might already have put up seven points apiece. That's how good they are. A uh, lot of fun with this. Also, uh, a couple of edges to be had here too. So we'll give you that coming up. But tonight you got Dodgers. Dodger baseball, man. West Coast, Nats, Dodgers, Bueller taking on Strasburg here. We told you about uh, Flaherty and Fultonevich and how we don't see where runs are going to come from in this game. Well, you got a game tonight. The total's even lower here uh, in a situation with Strasburg, Bueller. Bueller pitched just unbelievable against this Nats team at home. We had uh, we had wondered why would you go with Bueller at home in game one? And well, we found out his numbers at home. He's just he's been unhittable at Ches Ravine. But now you're coming in. You got a team that uh, that is rolling. They had an opportunity to close them out. They've alternated wins and losses. So now here you go. I've got my guy. You've got your guy. Let's go up. Let's see what's happening. I can tell you right now. There is a lot of very large bets that have come in over the last 24 hours on the Dodgers to win on the money line uh, this game. In fact, we're talking a couple at the $50,000 mark. We're talking a few at the twenty-five dollars to $35,000 mark. And uh, we have, I do believe, a $315,000 bet that came in on the Dodgers to advance to the National League Championship Series. So we've got we got some big, big money bets. I know the public loves the Dodgers. We know this. Uh, and I know some of these bigger bets have pushed the number up a little bit from where it opened, Dane. But we are starting to see a little bit of buyback here on the Nats because, listen, everything has a price. At, at, as good as the Dodgers may be on paper, uh, it gets to the point where, just like last night, you can't say no to the Nationals at that price. There's too much value there for a game, guys. Again, you don't have to be the best team. You just got to be the best team tonight. And baseball provides nine innings of nothing but variance. Anything can happen, including ask the people who all took the uh, the Astros and the run line last night because they thought this game was exactly what Tampa did. People thought Houston was going to do. And that didn't happen. So there is value once again continuing to be on the board in Major League Baseball. 
this game especially because of how popular and uh, how much the public will back the Dodgers in this game. And, and we're starting to see it, man. Yeah, and that's what I started the show saying, right? At plus 145, I can get Strasburg and the Nats. What I think is, you know, pretty much a coin flip game. That is what we call value. I got I to gotta tell you something, Joe, and this may be a, a public, you know, kind of angle. I don't know that there's data around this, Joe. But the game is slated to start at 8.37 Eastern time. That's 5.30 on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Joe, I've seen before. In places like Miami, where you are, and in L.A., I have seen late-arriving crowds many times before, okay? And this is not a normal 7, 8 o'clock start out there on the West Coast. This is like 5.30, people just mm-hmm. getting out of work. Am I crazy to have a fear that, like, the crowd may not be in it or even fully present early on? And the Nats could try to, you know, get out early. Is that is that a crazy idea? Because sometimes these hit or these L.A. crowds are hit or miss. Maybe this is East Coast bias coming from me. But we saw in Tampa yesterday, right, how Tampa jumped on them early and how the crowd, you know, helped buoy them. You know, I, I'm worried about a late arriving, arriving crowd to Chavez Ravine, Joe. I, I doubt that very much because the yeah. only people who are going to show be up game there. Five? The people, listen, the people who are going it's to show Wednesday, up there. Five o'clock. They don't work, okay? The, I mean, All the right. Dodger Stadium is not filled with a bunch of, uh, you know, blue-collar workers who are okay. trying to get in to see their do- – no, the, those tickets are already sold, and they're sold to corporations. Traffic on the 405 to get there in the middle of rush hour may be yeah, a beast. They'll, yeah, they don't They don't worry. They get flown in. I mean, this All is right. – we're talking uh, We're talking Dodger blue in a game five. All yeah, right. no. Maybe if it was a Tuesday night game and you had, I don't know, the Brewers in town, maybe people would be like, yeah, you know, I'd worry about it. Yeah, no. Game five, uh, they've been waiting for this. You'll see your – it'll be Celebrity Row there in the back, too, which is going to get you, nauseating. You see your boy O.J. Howard catching a foul ball yeah. uh, in the yeah. Tampa and, game yesterday? And I can tell you who else is going to be there, which is just going to make me want to throw up, is get ready for Marlins, man, I am sure – he is going to be behind home plate in this game tonight in the Dodger uh, in Ches Ravine. It's going to, you know, the guy just shows up everywhere. He's like a bad rash wearing the damn Marlins. Yet he doesn't go to Marlins games, and yet he continues <laughs> to rep the Marlins jersey. It cracks me up here. Uh, you think Kawhi Leonard will be there? You think yeah, Kawhi yeah, will be there? Uh, Kawhi and LeBron? I- I think they'll all be there. I really do. I, well, LeBron's in China, so that would be difficult. But, yes, I think. I think they'll all be there. Anybody who's everybody at a game five will Ryan, Paul be George there. together. Got the seats yeah. in the front row. But where is the question is now, because again, this happened last night. Where is the game being broadcast on is my question. Because oh, we had the, I thought this was, I thought last night was on Fox, but it was, or uh, TBS, but it was actually, I think FS1. It, I'll check that. I'll it's very it. confusing, it's man. When you start going around, it's like, all right, guys, just somebody tell me. You got the five o'clock game. Yeah, it, it, like five o'clock should be, I would assume, like TBS. But the eight o'clock game has got to be Fox, right? I mean, it would have to be on oh, the. There's the number one show in America, The Mass Singer, on tonight oh, at Fox. God, damn, <laughs> you got to push the Mass Singer serious? off, Joe. Uh, <laughs> it is a TBS doubleheader. Both on TBS. Oh, really? They're both on TBS. Looks like it Damn. to me. Yeah. 
That's what I'm showing here. They're both on TBS. But Joe, no, no, no. Listen, and you can't mess with my reality TV. That's oh like you see the state formats or whatever. Don't mess with my discount. TBS. Don't mess with my Wednesday reality TV, Joe. I got the Matt Singer. I got Survivor on. I don't know if I'm going to watch this Nats-Dodgers game. I got other stuff to worry about, bro. TBS. Now, I'm going to assume that once... Once the, the, you know, the divisional games here, the championship series will all be on Fox. I'm going to guess that Fox is going to carry the big, you know, like the Yankees. Joe, on Saturday, on Saturday, which I believe will be game two of the NLCS and game one of the ALCS. Okay. Um. No, we've got TBS, brother man. We've got TBS. Are you and we've serious got again? Fox, what the hell is on Fox? What is Fox doing here? I don't know. ESPN and then on has the World Series, right? Against, on Sunday, they don't go up against football, so maybe the night game. Uh, but I'm seeing, yeah. I mean, Monday night, TBS. Wow. TBS. Tuesday now, night, TBS, Fox. So, yeah. But the World Series is ESPN. Is that correct? They own the rights to the World Series? Or does uh, Fox earn the right to uh, to the World like Series? Fox will because have the World Series. And those Fox, games okay. So Fox, oh, yeah, well, Fox better have the World Series. Like, if I got to switch to TNT or, like, TBS, like, I'm going to scream. <laughs> oh, yeah, FS1. Like, that was, we were doing that last night going, like, where is this game? <laughs> you know? Unbelievable. Absolutely yeah, unreal. All right, so then you've got uh, – all right, so we've got Fox – for the World Series, we've got some sort of combination of SFS1, Fox, uh, moving forward with TBS, uh, with the divisional matchups. And, the, of course, you said the championship series are going to start. Regardless, this is all going to come to place. Our first championship game is Friday night? Yes, because, look, the two game fives are tonight, right, today. Tonight. Off day tomorrow. And then, oh. yes, game one of the NLCS starts Friday, and then the ALCS is just, you know, a day behind because game five will be Thursday. They get the and one day Saturday. off, and then the Yankees will either be in Houston on Saturday or hosting Tampa Bay on Saturday. Yeah, so that's an advantage, Yanks. I mean, that's a, it's amazing no, that, no, that, that or not, they, so. they get to sit here, and rotation-wise, the Yankees are set up. They know exactly – what they've got. If you're a rotation, if you are either of these teams, by the way, Houston or Tampa Bay, I mean, Tampa Bay, you've already unloaded. Who knows what's going to happen tonight? We might get everybody unloaded again tonight. So then that's a that's a serious disadvantage moving forward. It's interesting. We bitch and moan about these five-game series. But the truth is, big advantage taking care of your business, win out in three games, because a five-game series like we're seeing right now, a lot of these teams – it's everybody, it's all, it, every man for himself, like rotations are going to be have to patched up in the first couple of games of a seven game series. Whereas you should be getting Cole or Verlander, the possibility of two, possibly even three games in a seven game series. You ain't getting that now with either of those teams that they advance to the Yankees. Yeah, absolutely. Just look at the math, Joe, you know, had Houston one last, you know, yesterday and closed them out. Right. You have two more days and that matters. Big time. And <laughs> I don't know exactly how long Cole's get. Lots still to be determined here. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We'll give you some headlines, too. Speaking of Fox, somebody's going to the broadcast booth. Yeah. You know, on that last, we'll do that coming up here. Make it rain. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. make it rain on the grid sportsgrid.com i'm joe ranieri he is dane martinez and uh, thank you guys for waking up here on this wednesday october the 9th as we get ready for uh, well middle of the week here we got uh, like we said a little college football tonight a little rare sunbelt action actually two teams that can put the ball in the end zone which will be fun to watch but uh, you got game fives beginning 5 p.m first game St. Louis taking on Atlanta. Winner advances and waits to see who wins the 8 o'clock game between the Dodgers and the Nats. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see where the line moves from this point. Because both numbers, there's some value always. And we told you this postseason on the underdogs in these games here. There's also value on the totals. Because we've seen this before. You're not going to get those 14 to 7 games in the playoffs, guys. It's just not going to happen. The total was 7.5 last night in that Astros-Tampa game. And guess what? It hit once again. The under was the uh, was the play there. And I don't. Now you've got, especially in the 5 o'clock game, you've got two teams that are combined uh, about a 230 hitting team, both of these ball clubs here over the last month. They're not hitting uh, either of them. And when you consider the fact that pitching is winning, pitching is dominating uh, the hitting right now across all of these games, it's amazing how, Dane, we have seen one game through 162 of them being played, right? Among 30 teams, 162 games, countless amounts of baseball that we consumed over the year, and yet we are getting games that we have we didn't exist during the regular season for many times. I mean, we had games few like that few and far between, but for the most part, you know, a four-game series, a Thursday through Sunday series against, I don't know, Kansas City or Baltimore, yeah, you would have never seen anything like this. It's unbelievable how we watched one game take place during the year, and then now in the playoffs, this game looks a hell of a lot more like the game we all grew up loving and watching than whatever the hell that was. I haven't heard juiced ball once during the playoffs. Have you heard it at all? Any broadcast? Have you read any? Because I can't I can't find anybody talking about juiced ball right now during the playoffs. No, but what I am hearing are things like bunts and stolen bases mm-hmm. and hitting the ball the other way, you know, and manufacturing runs. And we saw we talked about this playoff. Baseball is different. Sphincters get tighter. The weather's a little cooler. And more importantly, the playoff teams have good pitchers. OK, we set records left and right this year. But, Joe, remember, for the in the middle of the summer, we were talking about position players having to come in and pitch. We were talking 
talking about how bad these bullpens are. But guess what? In a playoff scenario, it's starters coming in to follow guys, right? Mm. And every run is magnified. The pressure is mounting. And we foretold this, Joe. I hope people were listening to make it rain because we said this was going to happen and that – you know, this artificial push-up of the totals because of the home run and three true outcomes was going to provide value come the playoffs. I hope you've been hammering it just like us. And, Joe, honestly, this, this game in L.A., there's a seven total. We, we didn't yeah. see any seven totals no. in the regular season. We thought seven and a half was like a matchup of stud aces. We're seeing sevens. We're seeing a lot of seven and a halves. We're seeing three and a half first five. We didn't see those numbers in the regular season. Uh, well, you know, we they were so few and far between because, all right, if DeGrom right. was on the mound and happened to be matched up against the Strasburg, but those didn't happen on a, you know, they were very few and far between. For the most part, we're looking at these three, four, five bullpen days. And listen, it's not that this whole argument that, while well, the ball is juice, which is why bullpens suck. Well, how is it that starters are now coming into games here, getting the job done, but bullpen. So to me, the quality of the pitching, forget about the ball. We're not getting 14 run games here, guys. So the fact yeah, that we've got to bring in, to the top. We, it's amazing to me, like the, the quality of the pitching on all of these teams from a bullpen, including the Cardinals and Brett, it's so suspect. It blows my mind that, you know, you're right. It was a two. It was a two half game during the season from a betting perspective. First five, and then yeah. maybe a total situation. But you held on to your breath if you were ever going to do a full game, uh, a full game line because the bullpens came in. But now it's like, okay, the bullpens. What's your excuse now? Why in the world would I have to bring in Patrick Corbin to be a relief pitcher? Why can't I trust the bullpen? to be able to get the job done in the playoffs. Why? Because the quality of the pitching sucks, Dane. I'm blown away on how bad it is in the uh, in the bullpen arena. Yeah, and, and I'm going to be very interested to see, Joe, how this then plays out in the month of January. And that's because, like, what is rewarded with contracts in the offseason, Joe? Yes. You know, yep. when you've got a guy, and I'm going to use the same, like, uh, case, all winter long, Joe, so get ready for it. Josh Donaldson, who is known as a power hitter, right? I think he almost won an MVP award with Toronto one year, okay? Right. He's over 30, and he's a guy who's going to hit you 30 or some odd home runs. But guess what? That comes a dime a dozen in this in, in a 2019 Major yep. League Baseball, right? However, like Dylan Batances who maybe hit the open market, some of these bullpen arms on non-contending teams, if they hit the open market, some of these teams that are playing right now that have eyes on being competitive, they're going to open up the Brinks truck for these guys. I right. think that we are learning this exact lesson, and I think front offices are going to learn that lesson and follow the money come this offseason. I think that's where teams are going to spend, Joe. I agree, Dana, because let's face it, the, uh, the two best bullpens right now that are left uh, one of them's in New York, and which we all knew, but they invested in that bullpen. Right. And the other one is in Tampa Bay, guys, where they can roll out six or seven guys from the pen and shut you down. We're talking about a Houston Astros team, guys, that on average would score, you know, eight, nine runs a game. No problem. Their lineup was ferocious. Well, yep. ferocious until the quality of the pitching guys that they're bringing in 
are ridiculous, but there's no trillion dollar arms in that uh, in that bullpen. They are guys that do their job. They're well coached. They come in. They do exactly what they are asked to do. They handle it. And so something is something's got to give either if you're not going to buy the arms. This goes all back to me is the coaching and minor league systems. And there are teams that have great ones and there are teams that don't care about anything other than give me a marquee name so I can I can sell seats and that's right. the end of it and that's what the game has been split into there's no reason for Tampa Bay to have that kind of that kind of bullpen while everybody else is you know Washington is trying to figure out which way is up and and what starter can we uh, can we bring in it's absurd to me listen Joe I've said for as long as anyone will listen I've said it to you multiple times the opener Part of that is a financial strategy, Joe, yes, because you know right. what? Teams like Oakland, teams like Tampa, you know what they are not going to be able to afford in the offseason? Garrett Cole. They will right. not be able to afford Garrett Cole. You know what they will be able to afford? Some 26-year-old left-hander that nobody knows about that can throw 100 out of the pen. Yep. That contract will be very, you know— stomachable, you know, and so that's how these teams are going to start building their rosters. It allows the kids, the Glasnows of the world to come on up, you know, you don't have to spend it. And Cole is one thing, but these days, a number three starter is getting a six year, 20 million per deal. Makes no sense. Build it the other way. Yep, Kansas it, City Royals even did this, remember, with their firemen in innings 7, 8, and 9, and they turned it into a World Series championship, Joe. I, I You know, this is the way, you know, smart teams, why spend $200 million on your second or third starter who may or may not be great, who may need Tommy John, yep. spread that over four lights-out bullpen dudes that can come in in innings 5, 6, 7, 8, you know? Yep. That's, that's the way it is going to work. And you're starting to see, you're starting to see the teardown of the Boston Red Sox right now. The yeah, headlines have already come out. They are going under 200 million. They don't care what they've got to do. They are not, they are not spending that kind of money anymore. They at least got smart. The whole reason they got rid of Dombrowski is he was a bit old school there. Hand out these ridiculous contracts to guys like David Price and to Chris Sale. Which congratulations. Uh, yeah, you're going to be stuck paying these guys hundreds of millions of dollars and they are only going to win seven games. So it, the writing is on the wall and, and the game has changed. Even the Yankees, they've got a couple of big con, but they've got, you know, they've got a bunch of young guys. The reason the Yankees are where they are isn't because they got 250 million invested in Stanton, guys. It's not. It, it's because their farm system, they invested in that five years ago with Cashman and they they cleared house. They had emptied it during the Jeter era. The minute, the minute that Jeter left and retired, that era was long gone. The Yankees saw the writing on the wall, and it was all about the youth. It was all about getting prospects and you not just getting them. It's kind of what Jeter's trying to do here in Miami that yeah. people don't understand is that that's the way the Houston Astros. They were winning 30, 40 games. They sucked, but you know what they did? Yeah. All of those guys, Altuve, Carrera, guys, they all right. came yes, They all came up. from the farm system, man. That's right. how you do it. And you're going to see the Red Sox now head in that direction. There's going to be some lean years for the Boston Red Sox coming up here, guys. I hate to break it to you, but those days of 
you know, three, 200, 300 million dollar. But yeah, no, guys, that's you build it through the farm system and then you you keep the really, really good superstars, Dane. But you keep that process continuing to roll. Don't ever let your farm system get depleted is ultimately the goal of these teams now. I mean, Joe, there are examples all across Major League Baseball mm-hmm. where kids have come up and have huge offensive impact. Look no further than in this town I'm in right now. Who led Major League Baseball in home runs this year? Pete Alonzo. There were yep. questions about if he would even start the season with the big club. <laughs> okay, and now what right. we're seeing is that Hitting, young hitting with the launch angle and the way home runs are hit, it is a dime or dozen. It is replaceable. It is findable. What's not findable is the true cream of the crop in terms of a starting pitcher, right? Right. Corbin was the only one who got big money last year. You know, Mm -hmm. Cole is the only one who's going to get big money, all right? And then it's going to be about finding these relievers, how you piece it together as these kids develop. That's the way team building is going to be. And you yep. talk about it. The Yankees also realized when the one year they weren't in it, they sold the role to Chapman. They sold Andrew Miller, and they stocked their farm system real quick. By the yep. way, when they traded Chapman, let's not forget who they got back, Glaber Effin Torres. That's and then, yeah, 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 we signed Chapman back also. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and listen, Tampa Bay is doing a fantastic job and I think it's hilarious too. Uh, just keep an eye guys, the starting pitchers tomorrow night for the, uh, for the Astros in Tampa, you've got Garrett Cole and Tyler glass. Now two guys that were drafted and came up through the pirates system who are now, these are two former Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates. They could have been on the same staff in Pittsburgh, yeah. except Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know what that organization, good luck with that organization. I don't know what the hell they're doing, uh, but uh, they're they looking for a manager. Though, Joe. And they uh, weren't wrong. They grabbed Cole. They had Glasnow. They have the kid Mitch yep. Keller. They have the other one I forget that lost the testicle that I forget yep. about. They they got some. They just couldn't put they it all together. They got Austin Meadows from Pittsburgh. Yes. Like, Pittsburgh has been a great found, and then they get rid of everyone it's before they got to pay him. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Terrible organization. But for every Tampa, there'll be two Pittsburghs in Major League Baseball from now until the end of the time. So, all right, we'll take a look. Uh, hour number two, we'll dive into some of these numbers on these games here. We'll do that coming up. Let's make it rain. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Back when, uh, you know, John Madden was uh, calling games and he used to drive that Madden bus into yeah. uh, into the areas where he's doing well. Yeah, there might be a little more of that coming now, only it's going to be the Gronk bus that's pulling into uh, to stadium parking lots around the country. 
Uh, well, I don't know if he's actually going to be in it, but uh, it would not at all surprise me if you see the uh, the Gronk bus pulling to a town near you as he just signed with Fox to be an analyst here uh, in some of these uh, some of these games moving forward. And I, listen, <laughs> you know, listening to Gronk talk is uh, is an interesting experience. Uh, you might lose a few IQ points if you listen to it more than five minutes. But the truth is, he's exactly what Fox wants because he's going yeah. to attract some eyeballs. He's entertaining. He's, he's, a, he's fun, but I don't know how many people are going to be glued to a television set to watch Gronk as opposed to maybe if he turned around in a couple of weeks, Dane, and said, you know what? I'm going back. I'm going to go back and then and get one final run. Then I think you'd see a lot more eyeballs on television sets than him being an analyst. They did just cut Ben Watson the tight end that uh, that they had signed in the offseason. We know they've got some problems with the tight end position. They they need a pass catcher, guys. They need another option. He has not ruled it out, still not ruling it out, even with this announcement. He's got until Thanksgiving, man. What do you think? Does he Does he give it one more shot? Do you think he can be talked into coming back on that field? I think he could be talked into it. I ultimately don't think it will happen. The last time I saw Gronk talking, he was also talking about the pain and not having joy in football Mm -hmm. and all that. But the most important indicator is the man is down about 25, 30 pounds, Joe. He, right. You know, so if he wanted to, he would have to build back up, which would take some time. I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but just physiologically, he would need to take some time. Like, have you seen Joe Thomas on the set? He's lost like yeah. 70 pounds. Yeah, you know, so yep, yep. that's the other thing. OK, these players lose the weight. And so he might want to and feel good enough. But, you know, I think he would have to it would have to it would be obvious to people, too, because we'd yeah. see him bulking up. Okay, over time. So that would be the indicator for me. I don't think it's going to happen. It'll be interesting. He gets, uh, you know, he starts calling these games in the booth. He might start to get that itch. I heard that from Romo a couple of times when he first did it, too. Yep. Let's see what happened with Witten. You know, he couldn't wait to get back to the mostly because he sucked. But hour two coming up here.